Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Thursday, October 21st, um, and thank you for uh, being present with me today as we break open God's Word. And uh, I'm just so grateful that you uh, take the time to open your spirit, your life, your being, uh, and saying, okay, Lord, where can you take us today? And and I'm uh, like always, happy to, to be the one to proclaim this word, but uh, I invite the Spirit to take you where you need to go. Um, for those uh, present for the first time and listening, hey, welcome. My name is Joe Zink. I am a lay Catholic minister. Uh, Thirty. This is my 30th year in uh, church ministry in the Diocese of Green Bay. Not all of my ministerial life has been in the Diocese of Green Bay, only these last 14 years. And I'm what's called a pastoral leader. And so I am uh, helping shepherd three uh, parishes in the south side of the diocese in Kiel, New Holstein, and St. Anne. And it's an honor to minister among such good people. And I'm glad you're with us. If uh, you have been with for a while, uh, or even not, hey, I, I welcome any of you to uh, rate the podcast if you can. Not for my sake, don't, you know, your ratings, I don't see who does them and, and what they say. Uh, all I would say is that just helps uh, all the uh, servers that host these podcasts, uh, these platforms, to bring it up. And so if other people are looking for a Catholic podcast, uh, the more ratings um, that help bring it up, the better. And, and other people can listen to this as well. So... Hey, with that, let's break open God's Word. We are going to follow, immediately following, yesterday's gospel. Now, we see the pattern that Jesus has been talking about. He's been talking about being prepared, right? Uh, That we need to gird our loins, we need to light our lamps, we need to, to stand where we are, and we need to be who we are uh, as, as ministers, as followers of his, as people baptized in his and, and realize that that may bring repercussions and that we are trapped in the truth that uh, we know who Jesus is. And because of that, it invites us to a fork in the road. Will we know who Jesus is and act upon it? Or will we simply know who Jesus is and say, oh, that's fantastic, but then continuing to act uh, in ways not dissimilar to those people in in the world and whatever that looks like. So today we'll follow immediately upon that. So we continue through Luke 12. We're almost done with the chapter. I think we've got another, uh, I think tomorrow we might finish that up. But today will be Luke chapter 12, verses 49 to 53. So a short reading today. Uh, And again, one I'll bet you've heard, but kind of the same vein. Jesus is, uh, he's telling hard truths. And so he continues that today. So let's break open God's Word together, okay? A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, I have come to set the earth on fire, and how I wish it were already blazing. There is a baptism with which I must be baptized, and how great is my anguish until it is accomplished. Do you think that I have come to establish peace on earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. From now on, a household of five will be divided three against two and two against three. A father will be divided against his son and a son against his father. 
a mother against her daughter and a daughter against her mother, a mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I guess the good news is, is if you are a father-in-law and have a son-in-law, you're going to be doing okay. Because we know the father and the son, bad news. Mother and daughter, bad news. Mother-in-law, daughter-in-law, out of it. But I think father-in-laws and son-in-laws, hey, hey. Now I got three daughters, so I don't know if that means I get to look forward to good relationships with them or not. I, or maybe Jesus said, listen, you get the point. I suspect it's the latter. I suspect so. Might have to ask him in the kingdom. What do we, what do we hear from, from our, the gospel today? I think a couple of obvious points, right? I have come to set the earth on fire and how I wish it were already blazing. What image does that bring in your mind? Because it could bring any number, right? Uh, is that an image that excites you? Or is that an image that brings fear? Uh, does it conjure up the wildfires out in California, out of control, uh, and the destruction, not only of of forests and and wildlife and habitats, but of towns uh, and and unsettling and very real, out of control and destructive, bringing pain and hurt and damage. Or on the other hand, does it say, no, man, it excites me. It's another word for that. I'm, I'm fired up. I'm on fire. Does it bring images of the Pentecost where the Holy Spirit, you know, sounds like that, that violent wind coming down and that each of those apostles and disciples that were there that day had tongues as a fire that were, came to rest upon their head as if they were lit candles? I, I think it's both and, right? Because fire has that, that image. And I suspect Jesus is bringing both and. I, I mean, re- remember, the Gospels aren't separated, so this is a standalone unit, and we don't remember what we heard yesterday, or we don't remember what we heard the day before. I mean, I'm going to recall, and, and forgive, I, I know I said it yesterday too, but gird your loins. Gird your loins. Stand in the place where you are. Um, light your lamp right? Because if we are going to be that light for Christ, prepare for headwinds. Prepare for some people, in in the best sense of this word, like moss to a flame, they're going to come and they're going to say, I've been waiting for that light because it attracts me. Because it, it, in the midst of darkness, it is the only thing that I see. It helps me to see because I was blind without it. You know, that's what light does, right? It brings warmth. It brings vision. It can bring hope. And all the darkness in the world can't put it out. It tried. It tried on that Good Friday. But it couldn't. Because light and life are stronger than darkness and death. 
And I think that's part of what Jesus is talking about here. I've come to set the earth on fire. I've come to, to create that excitement, to say, listen, this is what life is about. It is not about me, Joe Zank, and my tiny life and my tiny agendas and my tiny desires and wants and control or whatever it is that I'm about today. Or it's not about yours either. And these may seem world-crashing, and they may seem so important, but the bottom line is he came to set the world on fire. He came to be that source of life and excitement and like a violent wind inside of us that, that takes away all the chaff that is us. But he also came to say, okay, Gird your loins and stand strong, because when you are light, as I mentioned, what, two days ago, there are going to be those that do not want to see it. And I think that's what he's saying. There's a baptism with which I must be baptized. How great is my anguish until it is accomplished. Clearly, he's talking about the baptism of his suffering. Um, that that light that he carries, that he carried so unashamedly and so beautifully and so publicly and willingly uh, led him to being hated by some. Brothers and sisters, are you hated by anybody? It's a strong word. Are you disliked? Are you avoided? I don't know why I was thinking about this earlier today. I don't think we get through life without experiencing opposition. If we do, I'm wondering how much we're letting our light shine. Now, just because we experience opposition, that doesn't mean we're letting the light shine. We've got to be careful about that, right? You know, I could be making foolish statements and, and justly and rightfully experience opposition in my foolishness, in my ignorance, in my, um, I don't know, in, in just in, in whatever my vision is. If it is outside the realm of what our God invites us into, I guess I deserve any of that opposition. But just know we could be standing in the truth. Because if Christ experienced opposition, gosh, we should expect no less. I think that's part of the deal, right? I don't know that this has anything to do with today's gospel, but I just love that C.S. Lewis line from... Um, Shadowlands, that, uh, you know, he, he fell in love late in his life. And his wife, uh, an American, uh, that he married, and uh, she got sick, de- deathly sick. And uh, again, I take this from the movie. I, I, I don't know if they wrote it or they actually said it in real life, but he was just so sorrowful. Uh, and she looked at him and said, hey, the pain now uh, or, or the love that we experienced then is part of the pain that we're experiencing now. That's the deal. That's the deal. That we carry with us both. Brothers and sisters, in, in carrying with us the Spirit of Jesus Christ, praise be to Him, uh, we carry with us that light. And we carry with us the source of that life. Again, thanks be to God that that Spirit is within us and resides but it's also going to bring opposition. And the the love, that goodness, 
that light that we experience now that brings pain later too at some point and in some way, maybe in a way we don't expect like that thief yesterday. Um, the joy then is part of the sorrow now or the sorrow then now is part of the joy later, whatever it is, but that's part of the deal. They're both there. And we got to experience, are we in? Are we in? We're invited in. Um, does the thought of being Christ-bearer, Christopher, right? Of being Christ-bearer in the world, does that excite you and I? Does it fire us up? Jesus came to set the earth on fire, including you and I. If we as bearers of that light can't be on fire, bring our hearts back to him and let him rekindle it. I don't want to judge it. We all go through ins and outs. There's seasons for everything, brothers and sisters. So don't judge yourself. Be good to yourself. But let him rekindle that spark. Let him, let him relight it. Because he's the source. We can't do it ourselves. Last thing I'll say is, is that whole idea, do you think he's come to establish peace on earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. From now on, a household of five will be divided. You know, and again, then he gives examples. You know, we call him the Prince of Peace, and rightly so. It comes right out of Isaiah, right? And we, and we talk about that in Advent, and we celebrate it on Christmas. Wonder Counselor, God Hero, Father Forever, the Prince of Peace. He is that. He is that. Let him bring peace to your heart, my friends. Um, let him bring peace uh, to a situation, whatever's going on, even in the midst of the hell, right? That, that I think of Psalm 23, which is such an easy one. Um, but uh, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. Why? Because you are with me, with your rod and your staff that bring me hope. Or Psalm 139 says, Where can I run from your love? If I climb to the highest heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths of the earth, you are there too. We've been everywhere, haven't we? In our lives, sometimes we are on that highest mountain, and there is God, and we praise God for that. But in those depths of the earth, let it sink into your, your being. Let it sink into your heart, into your soul, into your foundation. He's there too. And let that bring a peace. But did he come to bring peace on earth? Well, he says, no, he didn't, but a sword. And, and I don't think that means, again, where there is division, there is God. Paul tells us clearly the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, those things. Um, but, but, if we are going to stand, if we are going to stand in truth, if we are going to stand in Christ. Just know that may be a stumbling block for others. We're not trying to, to have anybody stumble. That's not our point. That's not our hope. But if Christ himself was a stumbling block, a scandal on, as the word is, we have to know that if we stand strong, and again, where Christ invites us to stand, not where I invite us, not where your Spouse invites you to stand, not where your best friend, not where your uh, priest, pastor, uh, mother, father, whatever it is. 
where the Holy Spirit invites you to stand. You listen to, to the Spirit. She moves in mysterious ways. And, uh, and allow her to, uh, to rekindle that spark, that fire. And when she moves you, then you move. And then you stand. And then you pray. Uh, and then you love. And know that division may come. And try as best we can, right, to love in the midst of it. And that's hard. Our world is filled with it right now, and not a lot of it is holy division. I guess most of it is not. But we're invited to a place of holiness. Uh, and, uh, and the divisiveness that that can bring, we'll let that up to, to others. We just follow and consent and say yes to where that mission invites. And know that God and light and life are stronger than division and they're stronger than darkness and they're stronger than death because that's the deal. Let's pray. And so we continue through the glorious mysteries today, my friends, as we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The fourth glorious mystery the Assumption of Mary. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen.
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, bless you. Thanks for uh, breaking open God's Word with me again on this Thursday. And uh, I look forward to us doing this one more time tomorrow. Uh, Until then, God's peace.